0: Welcome to Just Curious Media. This is Let's Talk Cobra Kai. I'm Jason Connell, documentary filmmaker churn podcaster.
1: And I'm Sal Rodriguez, toy collector and comedian. All right. So but here we'll we- see how much of a comedian yeah, I am. not that funny.
0: More <laughs> of a toy collector in this show. <laughs> so here we are. This is episode four, Cobra Kai Never Dies. Good title. No mercy. And it's 8.5 rating on IMDb. This episode starts with Robbie. Johnny's son, and yes. he's working at Tech Town. Yeah. And he's working there, and a customer comes in, and drops off a laptop, and Robbie seems like a really decent guy and says, hey, you know, I'll fix your computer, you know, what's your password? <laughs> yeah. The customer looks at his shirt and says, thanks, Eduardo. Okay, Immediately, yes. you know, something's off. Yes. And he's like, super nice. Customer walks away, and what does Robbie do?
1: Robbie takes off with the laptop, goes to the back of the building, gives it to his hoodlum buddies... So we realized then and there that it was all a scam. He doesn't really work at this store. He just took this guy's laptop. And
0: there is an Eduardo. And he throws his shirt to him and says, thanks, Ed. Yeah. So we know Robbie's a bad guy. He's already gone on some sort of Craigslist, posted the computer to sell it. And his buddies are saying, yeah, hey, have three people Venmo you and the first one gets the computer. And So they're going to scam other people to sell the computer to.
1: Yeah, these guys are doing scams. They're doing stolen merchandise scams, Venmo scams. These guys are hoodlums scamming people. You know, these kids are... Misguided. Obviously, look how Robbie grew oh, up. Robbie didn't have a dad. So, you know, uh, you got to cut him some slack. He, he's a juvenile delinquent. He might be able to turn a corner yeah, later. I'm not saying he can't come back from this,
0: but right now he's acting out. Oh, they're punks. So we cut to Robbie's going to skate off with the laptop. He sees a flyer on yep. the ground, picks it up, sure as anything. It's the Cobra Kai flyer. And what I really liked about it was you saw the address to the Cobra Kai dojo which is 25002 Victory Boulevard, Van Nuys, California, 91401. Nice. I missed that. Did you Google it? I Googled it. And it said, someone had put a pen that says Cobra Kai Dojo. <laughs> <laughs> but I did a street view, and uh, there's nothing there. Was there a receipt of flats? Well, yeah, but it's not called receipt
1: of flats. Is it an actual strip mall? There is a little mall there.
0: Yes. Oh, wow. So, yeah.
1: That's cool. I, I did not notice that. But
0: I love seeing the address. So I paused it and was like, oh, I've got to write that down. So, I love address. Yeah. Well, as you should. So Johnny is drunk, which is not a surprise for the season thus far. And he's got his flyers in hand. And we're flashing back to when he dropped off Miguel and how upset his mother was at this wounded son of hers. Obviously,
1: his responsibility. Yeah. and This adult took your son to the dance as his chaperone almost. Yeah, he was chaperoning. Yeah. And then, meanwhile, your son comes back a broken mess.
0: Exactly. And so then Johnny spots the LaRusso Auto billboard. There's someone with a spray can. There yeah, there's some a,
1: a guy tagging on a tagging wall with a spray can.
0: Gives him some beers for the spray can. And we'll find out what Johnny did. Yeah. So now, cut to Daniel's driving to work, sees his billboard, and there's what on it?
1: There is a spray-painted giant penis headed straight for Daniel LaRusso's mouth. I was actually surprised to see it. This show pushes envelopes it It does does. it does in fact some of the things they do and some of the things they say i'm surprised this is youtube baby yeah it's a new era i love it i love the freedom so he sees the giant penis and he flips out
0: typical typical daniel but yeah that is pretty great scene so now we cut back to miguel still in pain mother is not happy
1: but his grandmother's fine with him continuing his training the mother says no more karate but the grandmother is totally into it by the way the grandmother speaks spanish only and there are subtitles yes the mother is bilingual right and i think we're to assume maybe miguel only speaks english we don't hear him speaking spanish i hadn't picked up on that yeah right but we he do must that. communicate with his grandmother i know people who grew up american mexicans third generation second generation who could not communicate with their own grandparents And maybe not even just Mexican-Americans. English? No. No. You know what? I knew some people who had parents come over from the old country, or grandparents, rather, only speak Yiddish. And they can't communicate with their grandparent in Yiddish. So if you notice, I could have sworn we did not see Miguel speaking Spanish at all. So the mother's kind of the go-between. That's a good point. So Johnny is passed out after that horrible
0: night, after the Halloween dance. And he gets another call from Robbie's school. Yeah, the
1: vice principal. And now Robbie has skipped a month of school. I think the son told the school that he and his father were going on a whitewater rafting trip, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he lies to the school, says he and his dad are taking off. The vice principal calls up, hey, sorry to interrupt your vacation, whitewater rafting. I was almost wondering if she didn't even buy it herself.
0: No, I think the vice principal knows that she's dealing with a real, what do you say, punk? With absent parents. Yes. We find out more about the mother shortly. So Miguel runs into Johnny at the apartment complex and learns he's shutting down Cobra Kai. There's no more money. Mm. There's no students. He's lost his one and only loyal student and his head salesman and marketer. (laughs) So, And uh, and web designer. (laughs) And web designer and all of that. So we're back at the school. Aisha and Sam have a quick exchange, but it's obvious that Aisha is still quite upset.
1: Yes. And yes. then She's she hurt. walks
0: out of frame. She's hurt. She's and, you,
1: and you could tell how conflicted Samantha is. She wants to be with the cool kids, right. but she does still have affection for her childhood friend.
0: And there's no bringing her into that because Yasmin and, and crew would just not have it.
1: You know what? I can so relate to this feeling, this aura, because when I was in junior high, one of my best childhood friends, Kiwan. But by the time we made our way into junior high, Kiwan had become a crip. And there was a moment where these Crips were about to jump me. And Kiwan came and rescued me and said, leave him alone. And they walked off together and he looked back at me. And we both knew that we'll always be friends, but that that was a turning point. Yeah. And when Kiwan walked away, that was it, never saw him again. Never saw him again? No, never saw he him never again. He never came back to school? I don't remember seeing him after that. So I totally relate to those moments where the teenager kind of has to choose sides.
0: A lot more at stake in your relationship. um, This Aisha-Sam thing is more of a can't-buy-me-love type, PG-type scene. No Crips or Bloods. No, no life at stake yet. So Aisha walks off, and now Kyler enters frame, and they're talking about their movie date.
1: Yes, but meanwhile, one of Kyler's buddies, this would be behind the back of Samantha does the BJ sign. Oh, yes. Classic. Oh, he does the classic BJ sign. This kid
0: would have fit in the Varsity
1: Blues just fine. And, you know, one of these bullies who rides on the coattails of the top bully. Yes. So he's like a secondary or third bully. He's not the top bully. And then Kyler gives the guy the, oh, yeah, yeah, this is going to happen. You know? So poor Samantha in this moment.
0: She's also ignoring text messages from her father.
1: He's texting his daughter at this moment. He wants to communicate with her because they had a little falling out about his mistrust of Kyler.
0: Now we're back at LaRusso Auto, and someone has sent them a hundred sausages for lunch. Probably because they've seen the hilarious billboard on Ventura Boulevard with the large penis to his mouth.
1: Yeah. So somebody thought of what a great prank to send a hundred sausages to LaRusso.
0: And so we've come to find out that it's his competitor, Cole's Auto. So now Daniel, upset about that, has his crew, which includes (laughs) one of his top salesmen and his cousin, up on the billboard. To paint over the penis. And they also find out that somebody took a deuce up there.
1: Yes, because at first he steps in, he's like, oh, I stepped on a dog shit. And he's like, how would a dog get up here?
0: Is it too far-fetched to think that you could just have anybody go up and repaint a billboard? Doesn't that seem like a bit of a safety issue?
1: Well, think about this. How did Johnny get up there in the first place? Well,
0: illegally, this is during the middle of the day. They got little painting outfits on.
1: <laughs> have they even gone to any classes? <laughs> no, they they had no safety harnesses on. Okay, I think in real life, you'd have to call up Gannett Outdoor and right. be like, uh, my billboard was vandalized and they would send their workers in a few weeks. Yeah, you from... wouldn't send
0: your top salesman and your cousin, but it makes for a better scene. So now we're at Robbie's apartment with his punk friends yeah and they have the laptop and now they're watching the twerking they're watching twerking and correct me if i'm wrong but they're rolling joints i miss the joints then there's a loud constant bang on the door and it's johnny because robbie's mother's nowhere to be found yeah and so johnny now kind of coming out of his 35 year stupor yeah and confronts robbie
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? He's trying to be a dad. But you would have to use the softer approach. Yes. If this were real life. Like, you'd have to try to appeal to your kid in a softer, gentler manner, as opposed to trying to operate out of, I'm your dad. Right.
0: Robbie even defends his mother in the
1: sequence. So Johnny leaves and... I was hoping that Johnny would kick Robbie's friend's asses. I was hoping for that. But yeah, it didn't happen. But those guys didn't push it either. They knew their place. Yeah, they didn't. They were just being smart alecks. I think they made some smart aleck remarks or laughing at inappropriate times. They just
0: wanted to get high and watch some more twerking.
1: That was an actress twerking. That was a professional twerker. Right. In the video. Obviously. She was good. So
0: now we're in the school library and Miguel is informing Dimitri and Eli that he's done with karate.
1: Well, his mother said, that's it. It's over. And his friends are like, oh, good. Yeah, good. You quit talking about that karate stuff. Yeah. One of the friends was like, uh, yeah, it's given you a sense of confidence. Yeah. Which isn't good around here. <laughs> no. You don't want it. Which we have. don't like.
0: And then Kyler, of course, he's everywhere, reemerges and confronts all of them
1: again. Yeah. And he grabs Dimitri's backpack, throws it in the garbage. I mean, just total bully stuff. Yep. But what he doesn't know is that Samantha
0: is behind a row of books and oversees Kyler and really his true
1: character. I love seeing people getting caught. Because she wouldn't have believed it otherwise, but there's two different Kylers. I got to admit, I was thinking right before we see Samantha, I was thinking to myself, someone was filming that. Like there was somebody with a hidden camera or with their phone. We don't see it. And then we see Samantha even better.
0: Yeah. Well, the way they were panning, I thought she was around the corner as well. And I was pleasantly surprised. It was good to see that she saw it for herself. Yeah. And she's a smart enough girl. It was obvious that something was a little off with him. Mm-hmm. And then there it was, her proof. So Miguel's mother comes and picks him up from school, feeling you know, bad for her son. He's moping around, not feeling good. He's not in Cobra Kai anymore. No, he just says, I want to go home. Just wants to go home. Yeah. So back at LaRusso Auto, there's a marketing meeting. And we learned from Amanda that back in the day, karate in the valley was like football in Texas, which kind of goes back to our Karate Kid episode, how we said that for Daniel to be this successful for winning an under-18 tournament seemed a little far-fetched. But maybe back in the 80s, they put you on a pedestal if you won that tournament. Yes. And so this meeting doesn't go great. They show Daniel a video from the competitor. Coles. Coles, who he just got these 100 sausages. So he's assuming that he was responsible for the penis on the billboard. Yeah, I think he's thinking that. And he also, in the video, you see Coles do the cactus giveaway,
1: which is a knockoff of the bonsai giveaway. It would be the car dealership equivalent of a rap diss video. Exactly. It was him basically dissing LaRusso's style. So Daniel exits this meeting,
0: headed straight for Cole's Auto. I love that. So now we're at a bar, and we get to know Robbie's mother.
1: We don't even know that's Robbie's mother when the scene first opens. We just see a woman at a bar with a guy. But we do know that she's a bit of a
0: drinker, a bit of a lush, and, and a yeah. bit of a barfly. Barfly, yes. I like that word. That's an 80s world. <laughs> 80s movie. And then Johnny arrives, and he's upset. He's blaming her for being a bad mother. A little unfair. At least she didn't check out, right? I mean, no. she has her flaws, but at least she raised Robbie to the best of her ability. She was there. But Johnny, in this moment, does offer to raise Robbie. Wow, yeah. So that was a big moment for him.
1: I will say so, I'll yeah. take
0: care of him. I'll make him go to school. So he's really... Yeah, but then the
1: mother poo it. Of course. Oh, yeah. With what father skills? With what dad skills? Are you going to raise? So even though he volunteers to all of a sudden be a dad, the mom's like, oh, yeah, right.
0: But it wasn't a false proclamation. I could tell that Johnny seems sincere. Yeah. And he's trying. But I like why this is going on. Her date is uh, a nice enough guy. He was respectful to Johnny, but he doesn't know what to think. That was kind of humorous.
1: I do like that he continued the date, though. Oh, yeah. Because you remember when Johnny makes a wisecrack about, oh, yeah. oh, she'll only blow you if you buy her dessert. Yeah. The Dave was probably like, oh mm, well, they do have a pretty good dessert menu.
0: I here. guess red pudding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we're at Coles Auto.
1: Daniel confronts Tom Coles. Daniel walks right into the showroom floor when what's his name? Tom. Tom is showing a new customer a car right in that moment. And he has a boba in his hand. Oh, yeah.
0: And he's real proud of the boba because they they
1: make bobas on site. That's a big thing for this guy, Tom Cole, is this boba. That's his little thing that he does. He offers his clients and new customers these boba. So he has a boba in his hand, offers it to the new customer. She walks off and then Daniel- Offers Daniel one. Oh, I love that. And Tom is just baiting Daniel and
0: they kind of make up and Tom offers him a boba. Daniel politely
1: declines the boba. says he's full. In this moment, we think there's maybe some peace in this moment. Exactly. But he says he's full, so what does Tom say to that? Tom says, you must be full after eating all that dick. And there you have it. And <laughs> that moment is when you realize, oh, this guy Tom. He's just too proud of himself,
0: too cocky. Daniel looks to leave, comes back does a spinning heel kick, knocks the boba out of Tom's hands, splashes everywhere, and that's a great sequence. That's a great kick. I love that kick. Do you think that was Ralph Macho? or was that a stunt? I think it was Ralph macho Really? Everybody's in shock, because Tom was even doubting the history of Daniel.
1: Oh, yeah, he's like, oh, you did karate. Oh,
0: yeah, right. So that shut him up, shut everyone up, and Daniel probably needed to do that, to squash any of that rivalry. Right then and there. Well
1: then, remember then, if that was Ralph Macchio doing that kick, he's what, 58 doing that kick? He's not 58. Yeah, how old is Ralph Macchio? There's no way he's 58. Ralph Macchio, according to my notes, was born in 1961. What? He's 58, looks great. He does look great. What I'm saying is if that were him doing that kick, it's even
0: more fantastic. My hunch is it was Ralph Macchio. But regardless, it's such a great scene. But to your point, I had no idea if Raph Machio was 58 years old. <laughs> A, he looks great. Yeah. And if that was him, uh, good on him.
1: And by the way, it, since he's 58, his wife, if you do the math, his wife was 38 on the show. If you just go by their true ages, if you believe that the actors portraying you know, their right. true ages. So Ralph Machio, or should I say Daniel, is dating, or his wife, rather, is 20 years younger than him. daniel son. daniel Wax on, wax off. Left a
0: circle, <laughs> right to circle. Okay, so now we're in the movie theater, and Sam is still upset with Kyler, which I don't understand this, is that they get all the way in the theater, they get the tickets, they get mm-hmm. the seats, and she's just harboring this resentment, and finally it comes out.
1: As soon as the scene opens, you see the body language.
0: And he's trying to get fresh. Kyler's just, you can tell this guy's a punk. And she may, he makes a move with his arm around her. She doesn't want to deal with it. She says, I saw what you did. And yeah. he's like, oh, no, those guys are my friends. Yeah. I was playing around. Sure. And then he doubles down. Yeah. He comes in hot and heavy, putting his hands on her legs. Puts the
1: hand on the inner thigh. I was like, whoa. Yeah. So what does she do? She does some karate moves. And more like Steven Seagal moves. Yeah, because they were up close. It's and, what they call fighting in a phone booth. With And
0: defensive. It. Just yeah. puts him down. And he's embarrassed. And she walks out of the theater and exit the scene and you could tell kyler's like oh wow that that's the end of that
1: yeah those moves were fantastic
0: great sequence and you know right then and there that she really had training from daniel and yeah. although we saw a little bit of that in the earlier episodes mm-hmm. like a flashback her as a little kid yeah but that's when i knew that we're gonna see more from sam yeah. in the future mm-hmm. because she's really deep down you know daniel's offspring
1: yeah because i had forgotten about the scene of daniel training her in the dojo years past i'd forgotten about that until that moment where i thought oh she knows they can kick ass so
0: now we're at a diner and this is a really good scene sal johnny oversees a touching moment between a father and a son sharing an ice cream sundae yes you know he did a great job in that scene he's kind of tearing up sure he's seeing something he never got to experience Mm -hmm. and that's on him and he knows it's on him yeah And so that leads to the very next scene, cut to him, and we see Johnny apologizing to who we don't know yet, and apologizing for not being there. He wants to do better. And seeing this, I knew who he was talking to. I'd figured it out. But did you know?
1: I knew, only because I'm highly intelligent. That's what I thought. But otherwise, I think it's easy to assume he's talking to his ex or talking to the son. Correct. Correct you would think that automatically the knee-jerk reaction would be that's who he's talking
0: he went right back to robbie's mom and says i'm gonna you know do my damnedest and and be a good father yeah but he's actually talking to miguel's mother yes because he's probably grown closer to miguel in the last month two months and he has
1: robbie in years and it was still touching though this also reminds me of these guys that maybe have this first son and then Whatever was supposed to happen didn't happen. Like me. Okay, I'm talking about me. So my dad had me. And then I grew up without him. But then he had another son who's about 15 years younger than me. Oh, the good son. The good son. That's the son that he has a relationship with. It was too late for whatever we were supposed to have. So yeah, so Johnny did realize in that moment, though, seeing the touching moment with the father and the son. Yeah. But then realized it's too late. So then it goes back to Miguel's family.
0: Sal, so we can talk about this off air.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay you 55
0: uh, for a 50-minute session. So really nice, though. He wants to be there for Miguel. He knows Miguel has no father. And he's already really developed a relationship with him. And the mother sees he's genuine. He didn't get Miguel hurt,
1: you know, maliciously. Well, because he pleads. He walks away. The mother goes back in. The grandmother says grandmother. in Spanish i like him right she says i like him exactly so the grandmother trusted johnny when the mother was against johnny the grandmother was on board with johnny and has been on board with johnny exactly so now we're at Larusso's household for breakfast and the last time we
0: had this sequence sam had completely ignored daniel but this time she's come downstairs she's happy and engaged she wants her special pancakes so Daniel's super excited to see this and kicks it into gear. You can tell they have a very special bond. Firstborn, yeah. he's obviously trained her in karate. She, he's much closer to her than his
1: son. Yeah, the son relationship is kind of an odd one. Daniel's not that close with the son. I don't even know if the mom's that close with the son. Maybe there'll be development there. But right now, the mother of this
0: episode, though, on that note, acts more like a stepmother in these scenes. Because it's Daniel's having the heart-to-heart with the daughter. Mm -hmm. You know, and the mother comes across more like it's not her offspring.
1: Mm, Interesting.
0: You know, I'm not saying that's what's going on, but maybe it just they really wanted to force the Daniel relationship with the daughter, maybe establish
1: that. Well, you know, the actress that portrays Amanda, Courtney Hengeller, originally from New Jersey. So here we are back to original Karate Kid again. Yeah. I wonder if that's going to become a part of the storyline at all that, you know, maybe she was like a hometown girl or something at one time.
0: Yeah, that's true. Daniel is from New Jersey.
1: Or if I just you, thought that was a coincidence. If you don't believe it, watch
0: The Karate Kid and then listen to our special episode. So now we're back at the Cobra Kai Dojo and Johnny is packing up the trophies and Miguel shows up. Yeah.
1: And he's got some big news. Mm-hmm. My mom says I can train again. Boom. Yeah. Back in business, baby. Well, because moments earlier, Johnny's packing up his trophies. He's taking off plaques off the wall, whatever. He's packing up. He said, this is it. It's over. It's it. But he's got one student, so
0: he's got hope. And so he's excited by this. And he comes up to Miguel and he says, I've got to teach you better defense. That's why you got beat up the other night.
1: And the best defense is a good offense. Yes. And he says to Miguel, are you ready to take it to the next level? Oh, man. How good is Miguel going to get? Yeah. Is he going to use his anger to his advantage? Or is he going to use his anger? It's going to go against him. You know, it's like, what's going to happen with Miguel as a student? What's going to happen with Miguel? Johnny as a sensei. Where is this dynamic going to go? How will they both blossom in their roles? I'm big time looking forward to see what happens of this. Let me tell you what happens. (laughs) Don't (laughs) spoil it. Oh, sorry, sorry.
0: So now Daniel is driving to work. The penis is gone off the
1: billboard. He's happy. Mm -hmm. Everything's back to normal in his life, he thinks. Right, Kyler's gone. Kyler's gone. He's happy at this moment. He did that awesome kick at Cole's dealership. He's a happy camper at this moment.
0: So he goes into work.
1: And his best salesman says... I found these flyers, what, up on the billboard or near the billboard? Up on the billboard. Okay. Johnny goes up onto the billboard, paints the penis, leaves flyers. We also took a dump. Did he do all that on purpose? Well, he was drunk. Okay. He's got some balls here. He takes a dump on the billboard, draws a penis, and drops his flyers. And then they show Daniel, look, look what we found up there. And that's another one of those moments... Where Daniel starts to go, oh. I knew it. The Cobra guy's the worst. So now he knows
0: <laughs> it wasn't Cole. It was Johnny. And he just assumes that Johnny has it out for him.
1: Well, his cousin eggs him on, what are we going to do about this? And that's it. Episode four. It's a wrap. Oh, uh,
0: what happens? I need to know what happens. The suspense is killing me. I hope you enjoyed it. Please like us or subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. And
1: I'm super excited to come back with episode five. I'm big time excited. I'm totally kied out. No mercy. No mercy. Thank you.